Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, and I'm here with you today taking your calls and texts live on the air. So glad that you're tuning in today. This is the show, again, where you can call in with your questions about the Bible. If you've been reading your Bible and things have come up that maybe you struggle to understand or make sense of, or, um, or maybe you have a prayer request, we would love for you to call in. I would love to pray for you here on the air with so many people listening and able to say amen. And I would love to uh, answer your questions about the Bible and hopefully bring clarity to issues where you have not had clarity in the past. So if there's an issue related to, let's say, culture and how it relates to the Bible, current events and the Bible, if there is an issue related to something going on in your life and what the Bible has to say about it, or if you have been reading the Bible and just uh, not sure how to make sense of a particular passage, then give me a call. I would love to talk with you, and I'd love to pray for you. The number to call is 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or you can text us at 720-336-0897. Again, the text line, 720-336-0897. Here at the beginning of the show, always a great time to call in as we wait for those lines to fill up. Um, and as we do that, let me just go ahead and greet those who are listening here in Colorado and in Southern Wyoming on Grace FM. Welcome to the program. We're so glad that you are tuning in today. We also want to welcome those who are tuning in on the East Coast on Hope FM in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Maryland, as well as those who are listening on Truth FM in Tennessee and parts of North Carolina and Kentucky. Um, for those of you listening on the East Coast on Truth FM and Hope FM, just want to give you a quick reminder that you are hearing this program on a one-week delay. So you are not hearing it live. You're hearing it one week later than it originally aired. But still, we would love for you to call into the show and participate fully in the show. Just keep in mind that you're hearing the show a week later in your local area. And then you guys also have a unique opportunity in that sense because you know that your call, when you call in, it will be on the show one week later and what that means is that that is a perfect opportunity for you to invite someone else to tune into the show and listen to you and that can be a way for you to not only get them to hear you on the radio but more importantly you get to introduce them to that local station there in your listening area maybe that's something that God is going to use to change their life as they start tuning in hearing answers to Bible questions hearing Bible teaching that goes on outside of this show and you know we hear so many reports of how God uses Grace FM and uses Calvary Live uh, in people's lives and so we would love to see more and more people turned on to it so no matter where you're listening today whether you're listening live or whether you're listening on delay we want you guys to definitely take up that charge and go invite someone to listen with you and uh, here on 
uh, Calvary Live. So if you are listening today, we'd love to hear from you as well. So give us a call. The number is 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or you can text us at 720-336-0897. Well, in addition to our over-the-air audiences in Colorado, Wyoming, and on the East Coast in the area around Tennessee, we also have a growing number of listeners who tune in online, and there's two ways that you can do that. You can just go to the website, gracefm.com, or you can download the Grace FM app. And with that app, you can listen on your phone, on your tablet, anywhere in the world. And we have uh, many listeners. I just got a map here that shows me where we have people tuning in from today. So we have uh, a lot of listeners, it looks like today, uh, in the Oklahoma Texas area. So from all the way Houston, Dallas, Oklahoma City, up into maybe Kansas there. There's like a whole line of listeners. We got listeners in Tennessee. We got listeners near Chicago, Michigan, Minnesota. We got listeners in Washington State, California, and Arizona, as well as over near New York and the East Coast. Um, we also have some international listeners, South Africa and Ukraine, South Korea representing today. So wherever you're tuning in from, we're so glad that you have joined us. Again, the, the vision behind this show is to give you an opportunity to uh, call in and have your prayer requests prayed for and have your Bible questions answered by pastors every day during this one-hour block when we're live. And we would love to hear from you today. I'd love to pray for you, and I'd love to answer your questions about the Bible. So give me a call, 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Six nine zero three thousand, or you can text us at seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. That's seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. Just a few words about myself as we wait for those calls to come in, and as we uh, before we go to our text line. Uh, my name is Nick Cady. I'm the pastor of Whitefields Community Church, which is located in Longmont, Colorado, and we are a Calvary Chapel affiliated church here in this great city. And we recently moved into a new building. So if you have not visited our fellowship lately and you're within driving distance, I would like to just take this opportunity to personally invite you to come and worship with us on a Sunday morning. And we are currently studying through the books of First and Second Kings. We worked our way all the way through First Kings already. Now we're in Second Kings. We're about the middle of the book. This Sunday, we're going to be looking at the story of King Jehu. And King Jehu is an interesting character. He was a man who was very radical and, and radical in his obedience to the Lord. You would say that he's a person who was very zealous, right? God gave him a task to do, and he did it with his whole heart. But then we're going to see at the end of Jehu's life that there was one thing that he didn't do with his whole heart, and that was that he didn't give his whole heart to the Lord. It's interesting, you know, the word radical can mean two things. Radical, in the way we commonly use it, means uh, to do something extreme, right? To be radical, to go to the extreme. But the other way that this word means, I mean, is that a radical refers to um, the issues of the heart. The radix, you know, speaks of the roots in Latin. And so, you know, we need, a, we need to not just be radical for God. We need a radical transformation of our hearts by God's Spirit. And so we see that with Jehu, that though he was radical for doing things for the Lord, he lacked that heart change that can only come from the Lord. You know, when I was a, a young person, I was 16 years old, and I had a friend, and, um, you know, I grew up in a Christian 
uh, school. I, w I used to go to Lutheran school, and I, I went through catechism and everything, and I learned a lot of really great things. And, and I considered myself a Christian. And one day there was a friend of mine. We were sitting in the car together. I used to drive her to school. And she read to me from Matthew chapter 7, where Jesus says to his disciples at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he says, many will say to me on that day, you know, Lord, Lord, didn't we do so many great things in your name? We cast out demons in your name. We prophesied in your name. And Jesus will say to these people, much to their surprise, he'll say, uh, get away from me, you workers of evil, for I never knew you. And I think, I th and she asked me, you know, is that you? Are you this person who thinks that you know God because you know about him, but the truth is you don't have a relationship with him. Your heart hasn't been changed on that radical level, right? The the root level. And that was the conversation that God really used to take hold of my heart. And so we're going to be talking about issues of the heart as we look at the story of Jehu this coming Sunday. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, again, the church I pastor is called Whitefields Community Church. It's in Longmont, Colorado. Um, if you'd like more information about us, check us out online at whitefieldschurch.com. That's whitefieldschurch.com. And we're also on all the socials, right? So we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all under the tag of Whitefields Church. So if you go to youtube.com slash whitefieldschurch, facebook.com slash whitefieldschurch, Instagram is at whitefieldschurch. And so we'd love to connect with you on all those platforms, and you can find out what God is doing here in our church. I mentioned that we recently moved, and so if you haven't joined us lately, or if you haven't ever been to our fellowship, now would be a great time, because our church building is in Weld County. We're in Longmont, but we're in the part of Longmont that stretches into Weld County, and that means that we have uh, less restrictions than uh, other parts of Longmont who are in Boulder County. And so we're able to be open on Sunday mornings and we would love to have you join us. So our new location is at 2950 Colorful Avenue. 2950 Colorful Avenue in Longmont. We're just a half mile east of County Line Road here in the city of Longmont, actually right on the, the edge of the city. And we are directly opposite on the north side of Highway 119, Ken Pratt Boulevard, we're directly opposite from Sandstone Ranch Community Park. So if you know where Sandstone Ranch is, we're just north of the highway. Sandstone Ranch is on the south side. And we're very visible. If you're driving down Highway 119, I encourage you, uh, when you get around the area of the Walmart and the, um, the Sandstone Ranch Community Park there, look to the north and you'll see our building with our big sign on it for Whitefields Church. We'd love it if you would visit us or pray for us as you drive by. And uh, we, are, we have services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 a.m. So 9 and 11 a.m., both in person and online. So if you're looking for church online, you can join us on Sunday mornings on YouTube, Facebook, and our website, whitefieldschurch.com, or you can join us in person, 2950 Colorful Avenue, Longmont, Colorado, 80504. You can also hear me every weekday on Grace FM at 2.30 p.m., every weekday at 2.30 p.m. Uh, for our show, which is called Life in the Field, which are teachings cut for radio. And I'm your host here every Friday on Calvary Live. Well, let's go to our first caller, Doug in Aurora, Colorado. Hi, Doug. Welcome to the program. Hi. How are you? Doing great. Great. Yeah. Uh, my question was, and when I was reading Revelation in Chapter 1, they refer to several times the seven spirits of God. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I don't know that I've ever heard of that except in Revelation, and I was wondering if you could shed some light on what the seven spirits of God were or are. 
Sure. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. I don't think it's it's really clear. Um, uh, but I'll I'll read to you a few explanations that uh, that I've found to be helpful on that topic. So let me just give you a, give our you and our listeners kind of a rundown of what it says about the seven spirits mentioned in Revelation. So uh, it's mentioned several times throughout the book of Revelation. Four times actually, it speaks about the seven spirits of God. So in Revelations one verse four. It says this, John, to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and was and is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne. In Revelation 3, verse 1, it speaks of the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Uh, chapter 4, verse 5, speaks about the seven spirits of God again. And uh, 5, verse 6, speaks about, he says, he, I saw the Lamb standing, as if it had been slain, with seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent into all the earth. So there are, it looks like there are three possible interpretations of what the seven spirits of God are. Uh, the first is that the seven spirits of God are symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Um, so the, the Bible, you know, and especially the book of Revelation as an apocalyptic book, which uses a lot of symbolic language, uses the number seven to refer to perfection and completion. So whenever we see the number seven in the Bible, oftentimes in, in symbolism, it refers to completion. So if it's speaking of the seven spirits, it could be speaking of um, just simply the Holy Spirit, but in the sense of perfection and completion. Um, the second view is that the seven spirits of God refer to seven angelic beings, Per, or possibly, you know, seraphim or cherubim. And that would fit with the other, you know, numerous angelic beings described in other parts of Revelation. And then the third possibility is based on Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, which says the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. And this is, this is one that I've often heard, this third explanation. And, I, and so it says this, it describes the spirit of God or the, yeah, I guess aspects of the Holy Spirit, let's put it that way. So here's what it says. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So some people believe that this explains the seven spirits of God, that you have number one, the, whole, the spirit of the Lord. Then there's the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of power, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. So, so here's what's difficult. The Bible doesn't actually explain to us what it, what this means when it talks about the seven spirits. Um, but I personally would hold to the first interpretation that that is the Holy Spirit described in perfection. But I think it's also possible that John, perhaps even in this vision, which was highly symbolic, you know, in nature, that maybe he saw seven spirits, but that they represented the Holy perfection and completion of the Holy Spirit. Does that help? Okay. You? Yeah, I, I, that's, wow. Okay. I like so, Isaiah. Should have spent more time in him, I guess. Yeah, um, why, don't, why don't you go check out Isaiah 11, verse 2, and see that. Okay. I mean, the, the problem with that is that it's describing, there's two ways of looking at that. One way is saying that these are seven distinct spirits, um, which are from God. You know, and that right. they each yeah. are, or they're seven descriptors of the Holy Spirit, which is the way I take it. 
Okay. Yeah. It just comes to mind that then that, that doesn't have anything any correlation to the the seven churches that they're speaking about. No, I think it doesn't. To. Right. So so that's okay. another that's a whole different issue, which is also a great one to discuss. There's also a bunch of different interpretations about what those seven churches represent or what they mean. Um, so it's it's possible that the seven churches are um, symbolic of the church as a whole, right? It's also right. possible that those seven churches speak of seven different eras of the church in church history leading up until the time of the departure or the rapture, which is also, you know, very fitting interpretation. But I think there's also the straightforward interpretation, which I, I think is not exclusive from the others, which is that those are actually seven individual churches which actually existed. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. That that shed lights and give me food for thought. Good. So, I'm glad. God thank, bless you, Doug. Thank, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church. Here online or here on the air today with you answering your Bible questions, praying for your prayer requests. Give me a call. We have one open line. The number to call is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Let's go to Laura in Aurora, Colorado. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the program. Hi. Um, you prayed for my husband and I um, at the beginning or last week, I guess, at, on Friday. Yeah, um, my husband was in the hospital uh, in intensive care with COVID, and he'd been in there. He's been in there since October 20th, and um, my husband got moved from intensive care today into a regular room, and um, he hasn't been able to get up and walk or anything because it it makes his heart rate go up and it he starts coughing and then he can't breathe. And so today they started doing therapy where they started walking and slow and stuff like that. So. Um, they said like his um the, his oxygen level the other day went it was that he was at 95% they were giving him and he he just dropped down to 75% and stuff so i mean it's truly a miracle wow. that, that it dropped like that and that he's now just two days later in intensive out of intensive care so i just wanted to share that <laughs> yeah thank you and i think i even asked you when we talked before to give me a call and let me know how God answered our prayers. So I'm so glad when people do that. I'm glad that you called. And we're just praising the Lord and rejoicing with you because that's really cool, Laura. You said last week, remind me, he was intubated. Is that correct? Yeah, he had two kind of two kind of breathing things in it. And they were saying that he was starting to have some kind of organ failure, something with his kidneys and all this stuff. And, um, and um, now they're saying that all that's kind of reversing now that He's doing better and stuff. Like his kidney numbers are going better and everything's going better now that um, he's doing better and stuff. And since we've been praying for him, <laughs> so awesome. Let's pray, Heavenly Father. Thank you for Laura. Thank you for her husband, Lord. Thank you for his recovery. And we just give you all the praise. We give you the glory, Lord. Uh, we want to be those who um, don't only ask for things, but also acknowledge, Lord, when you do answer our prayers. And so, Lord, we just give you all the praise. You are truly great. You are, you are able to do abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. And Lord, I pray that this testimony of you answering our prayers would go far and wide, that people would hear it. And Lord, I pray that, uh, that um, 
people who are listening right now, that their faith would be encouraged as they hear this great story of what you've done. And Lord, we do pray for a full, complete recovery, that he wouldn't only be out of the ICU. We pray that he'd be able to return home and you would give him his full strength back. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, Laura. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Listening to Calvary Live, this is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. I'm here with you today taking your calls and texts live on the air. Looks like we've got two open lines right now. We'd love to hear from you. So give us a call with your questions uh, regarding your questions about the Bible, maybe a passage you've been reading that you're unsure about, you'd like a little help with, um, maybe wondering about how the Bible applies to a certain situation in your life or in the world. Or if you have a prayer request like Laura's there that you'd like prayer for or a praise report, give us a call 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or you can text us at 720-336-0897. Let's go to our next caller, Dave in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. All right. Yeah, I just got a quick question. If someone passes away... Is it worth praying for them? Isn't it already decided where they went? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely I would say that once the person uh, has died, then there's no use in praying for their soul. Um, they're, they're, they're not in limbo. Their situation is not going to change. Um, and so we pray for those who are left behind, and but we no longer pray for those who have passed away. And there are several... Uh, reasons for that from the scriptures that I could share with you, um, but that would be the simple answer. To know, you know, I've got a lady I work with, and she just believes that, uh, you know, there's purgatory, you can pray for the souls and everything, you know, mm-hmm. and I told her I don't think it works that way, so just want to clarify that. Sure, yeah, I can give you a little bit more detail on this. I'll, I'll try, I mean, there's a lot to be said, but I'll try and keep it short. You know, the word purgatory uh, comes from Latin, uh, purgatorium, and it, it simply means uh, cleansing fire. So purifying fire is essentially what uh, what purgatory means. And there's an inherent reason that, that that is not what we believe. And it isn't just because we're being harsh. It isn't just because we're you know, telling people, hey, once, you're, once you've passed away from this earth, it's over. The reason is because essentially what purgatory says is that you have to suffer in order to cleanse yourself from your sins so that you will be purified so you can go to heaven. And that is actually the antithesis of the message of the gospel, the message of Jesus. The good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that there is one who suffered for us in order to cleanse us from our sins so that we could be made righteous and and spend eternity with God. And that person is not us. Um, suffering for our own sins, but rather it is Jesus who suffered for our sins in our place. And that is really good news. But the message that you have to suffer and and, um, pay the price for your own sins, not only is it um, misleading, but it is actually the antithesis of the gospel. Okay. And, And furthermore, there are several examples in the Bible. I'll give you two that you can look up if you want. Uh, one would be in Second Samuel chapter 12, where David has a child, and he's praying for this child, that the child would be healed, the child's sick. It might actually be chapter 11. I, I'll need to go back and check. Uh, but I, I do believe it's chapter 12. 
Um, so anyway, David is praying for this child who is sick, and um, and he's fasting and praying, and he's very distraught, and then the child dies, and the servants of David are really worried that about how he's going to take the news, but when he hears that his son has died, it says that David rose up, and he washed his face, and he, you know, put oil in his hair, uh, kind of a m- meaning that he cleaned himself up, and then he went back to his business. And they asked him, ooh, we thought you would be more upset. And he said, here's the quote. It's from 2 Samuel 12, 23. Now he is dead. Why should I fast? I cannot bring him back again. I will go to him, but he will not return to me. David, my point is this. David didn't go on praying for the child's soul. Um, he understood that this is the end. And the other, the other passage that's worth noting is in Luke chapter 16. Uh, where there's a rich man and uh, a poor man. They both die. One goes to hell. The other goes to Abraham's bosom, which is a place of comfort and waiting for the redemption of Jesus. But uh, that man is asking what he can do, and it's told to him, hey, a, a great chasm has been fixed that cannot be passed. And so neither can he switch sides, so to say, going from Abraham's bosom into uh, or sorry, going from hell into Abraham's bosom, neither can he return to earth, neither can anything be done for the sake of his soul. And, um, and that's very sad, very tragic, it is very hard. We should never weep over it. And actually we read that in the Bible that God is grieved over the loss of any, any soul. But um, it should put an impetus, it should light a fire under us who are alive right now, that there is a fixed window of time when we have the opportunity to share with people the the good news of the gospel, which is able to save their souls. And so um, may that truly light a fire under us. Okay. Well, real good. I think that answered it pretty good. Cool. So, okay. Well, I appreciate Dave. your time. And uh, have a blessed day, and we'll catch you next time. Sounds great. God bless you, Dave. Bye-bye. Hey, listening to Calvary Live, this is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. We've got about two minutes until our break. Uh, let me give you the number to call, then we will go to our next caller, and if we have to put him back on hold, we will for our break. But let's uh, give you the number to, to call first. The number to call is 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. With your Bible questions and your prayer requests, we've got two open lines right now, so it would be a good time to call in. Or you can text us at 720-336-0897. So let's go, first of all, to our, our next caller, Chris, in Fort Collins, Colorado. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you. I want to give a praise report and then ask for prayer uh, concerning this as well. Um, Great. We've been Go ahead. we've been praying for um, a lady named Rosa, and they thought that she had COVID, but her her test came back ne- negative. But even more wonderful than that, she had cancer, and it has miraculously disappeared. She no longer has cancer. Mm, amazing! Praise the Lord. Yes, and the prayer is for her husband, who is a believer, but now he has ended up in the hospital. He passed out, and it's due to a um, 
like sleep apnea, and he's very overweight, and so he's got to lose weight because it's causing problems with his breathing, and he's got to go in for a sleep apnea test to find out how much oxygen they need to put him on, and so we need prayer for him now. He's been trying to be strong for his family and for his wife, and now he's the one that needs prayer. Okay. Well, let's pray for him now, and then we're going to run right up into our break. And so let's pray up until the break. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this. We, we just give you all the praise and glory that Rosa has had her cancer disappear, Lord. So we, we thank you for that. We praise you for that. And Lord, we pray for Jonathan, Lord, that you would heal him from his sleep apnea. But also, Lord, would you help him that he would lose the weight that he needs to lose. Lord, help the doctors as they treat him as they take care of him. And Lord, do a work in his life and in his body. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we'll come up to our break. We'll be back in two minutes' time. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. This is a show where you can call in with your questions about the Bible or anything going on in your life that you're wondering, what does it mean in, in light of Scripture? And uh, we're also here to pray for your prayer requests. So give us a call, 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or you can text us at 720 336 0897. Once again, the text line is 720-336-0897. We've had several uh, text messages come in, and we're going to get to those in just a minute. But of course, we love hearing your voices, so we, we do give priority to the phone calls. So give us a call, 303-690-3000. And we would love to hear you call in with your questions about the Bible. If you have questions about theology or how the Bible relates to current events or things going on in your life, if you have a prayer request that you'd like prayer for, that's what we are here to do. You have an open line every weekday from 4 to 5 p.m. Mountain Time to be able to call in with your uh, questions about the Bible, your prayer requests, and we are answering those and praying for those. So before we go on, I want to tell you about two things. Well, let's start with one thing. I'll start with one thing, and we'll see where we go where we go from there. Well, the thing I want to tell you about is a great initiative that has been started by some folks here at our church in, in Longmont, Whitefields Community Church. It's called Project Greatest Gift, Project Greatest Gift. And we are now in our 10th year of doing Project Greatest Gift. Some of you, if you've been a longtime listener to the show, you know that every November, I tell you about Project Greatest Gift. We have kind of a summer version of it as well called Project Back to School. And the way this started is that we formed a relationship with Weld County Health and Human Services. We also did it with Boulder County and Adams County, um, but particularly Weld County has the greatest needs and um, and the, the largest amount of needs. And so uh, with our church having moved into the Weld County part of Longmont, it's an even uh, more robust relationship now than we've ever had before. And what they do is they say, hey, we've got a list of kids who are in kinship care and in foster care, which means the kids have been through some really traumatic things and are often in situations where 
uh, money is tight. And so what we do is that we come alongside Weld County Health and Human Services to provide Christmas gifts for children in need here in our local area. So maybe some of you have been involved in or you've heard of uh, Giving Trees or Samaritan's Purse has the shoebox uh, drives. Those are really great, uh, really, really great outreaches. And we, we love those. What this is, is it's almost a, a localized version of it for our local area here in northern Colorado. And what makes the local aspect of it cool is that sometimes we get, uh, actually oftentimes, we get the opportunity to hand deliver these packages, to spend time with families. There was one year where my kids got to actually play with some of the kids um, who we were providing the gifts for. And that was really cool. And we got to share the gospel with the families and the parents. We also, you know, along with the gifts, gives them, give them gospel materials. And we invite them to church if they live in this area or other local churches near them, wherever they happen to live. And so we would love for you to be a part of that. This year, Weld County gave us a number. I think it's around over 300 children in this area who need help this Christmas. And if you would like to participate in that, we could really use your help. And the way it's set up this year is that it's all able to be done online. So even if you are one of our listeners on the East Coast or in Tennessee on Hope FM or Truth FM, you can also participate and we would love your help. This is a great way that you can make a difference this Christmas season. I know it feels like it might be a little early to be talking about Christmas, but we do this in November because we wanted to, to uh, make sure we have all the gifts packaged and delivered uh, about a, two weeks before Christmas so that the kids have them early and they're under the tree and all that stuff. And, and oftentimes we give the parents the opportunity to have those gifts and wrap them and give them to the children in their own name. It's a way that we can bless the parents as well. So if you'd like to participate, the website for the site, and this is where you can sign up and you can do everything there, is projectgreatestgift.org. Projectgreatestgift.org.org. And you can go on there and you can find uh, a child or family to sponsor. And you can give uh, on there if you'd like to give, or you can go shopping and find out where you can drop those things off if you're within driving distance of Longmont. And we would love to help you uh, make a difference this year. And we'd love it if you would help us to continue blessing Weld County Health and Human Services and, more importantly, these individual children and families in the program. So projectgreatestgift.org. Hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. I am here today taking your calls and texts live on the air. We still have all open lines and plenty of room for more text messages. So give me a call. The number is 303-690-3000. or you can text us at 720-336-0897. Call me, text me with your questions about the Bible, maybe theological questions that have come up in your mind or in your Bible reading. And call me and text me with your prayer requests. I would love to pray for you and I'd love to pray with you here on the air with so many people listening and able to praise the Lord for your praise reports and ask the Lord for the things which you have need of. So give us a call, 303-690-3000, or text us, 720-336-0897. Okay, let's go through some of our text messages and see what we can do here. One says, please keep in prayer Terry Whitlock. He's the dad of Pastor Steve Whitlock at Grace Chapel. And he is in the ICU due to COVID. Okay, let's pray for him. 
Lord, we lift up Terry Whitlock to you. And Lord, we, we know that um, Lord, we live in a fallen world where there are viruses, where our bodies get sick, and eventually all of us will pass away from this world unless you return. But Lord, we thank you that you are also a God who heals. You're a God who hears our, our needs and hears our requests, and you're a God who is able to heal and willing to heal. We saw that, Jesus, when you walked this earth, that you healed many people. And so, Lord, we ask for Terry Whitlock. We ask that you would that you would heal him. We ask that you would touch him with your healing hand and set right uh, what this virus has uh, hurt and damaged in his body. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen him, strengthen his body to fight this. And Lord, we pray that you would bless the doctors and nurses and staff who are serving him. Lord, we pray that he would be able to return home and be in good health. And Lord, we pray for uh, Pastor Steve Whitlock, Lord, and his family, that you would be with them. Help them, Lord, as they maybe feel helpless, maybe feel anxious during this time. Lord, help them to continue praying. I love what your word says, Lord, in Romans chapter 8, that the Spirit is able to intercede for us on our behalf when we want to pray, but we don't have the words or don't know the right words to pray. So, Lord, thank you for that, that you help us in our weakness. And, Lord, we pray that you would bless uh, Terry Whitlock and keep him healthy, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that prayer request, and God bless you. You're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church. You can check us out online, whitefieldschurch.com. You can join us this Sunday in person and online at 9 and 11 a.m. In person is at 2950 Colorful Avenue in Longmont. And online is at whitefieldschurch.com. 9 and 11 a.m. We'd love it if you would join us and study the word with us and worship with us. The number to call here on Calvary Live is 303-690-3000, or you can text us at 720-336-0897. Let's go to Julie in Longmont, Colorado. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Nick. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I have a prayer request. My son... Uh, and daughter-in-law, Jim and Diane in Lafayette, uh, and they're Christian. He is, he took a different job. He's delivering Denver Post seven nights a week, and it's really wearing on him because his immune system is down. He has rheumatoid arthritis. And Diane is a veterinary assistant, and a co-worker came in and worked three days with COVID, and so wow. all all of the helps were sent home, and she's doing the work of three or four people. Wow! And she opens and she closes, and it's it's wearing on her. So they need prayer for strength and and God's help, please. Was uh, was your daughter-in-law was she exposed to um, COVID? No, she she's tested negative, but it's it you know the the stress is just. Uh, getting unbearable she's yeah. being very careful uh, my son i talked to him last night and he said when when she shops everything goes into the garage on newspaper and she wipes everything down before it goes in the house and then the newspaper is wadded up and disposed of she's being very careful mm. yeah i bet okay well let's pray for them thanks for the call julie let's pray right now lord we lift up julie's son and daughter-in-law to you Lord, they're just—they're working extremely hard at their jobs. Um, They—I'm sure—they're both getting very worn down. So, Lord, we lift up Jim and Diane to you, from Lafayette, Colorado. Lord, you know them. You know their situations. And Lord, we pray that you would give them the extra strength and stamina that they need to get through this time. Lord, we pray that as they are working so hard, Lord, that you would protect them 
divinely from getting sick and being susceptible to the virus as they are getting worn down. But Lord, we pray that their level of stress, Lord, help them that they would be able to do the things you place in front of them without stress or anxiety. Help, help them, Lord, that the worries that they feel, the anxiety that they feel, they would turn to you with that, that they would cast those cares upon you and they would draw their strength from you. Lord, I pray for Julie as she uh, cares about them and sees them and worries about them. Lord, I pray that you would give her the right words to pray for them and the right words to use to encourage them. We pray that you'd bring people around Jim and Diane who would be able to do little things that make this burden lighter. Maybe that's a meal. Maybe it's a prayer. Maybe it's a, a kind uh, gesture of some sort. But Lord, we pray for Jim and Diane. Lord, give them the strength that they need and bless them, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and, oh, and Diane's birthday is next Wednesday. Uh, they are both senior citizens. I'm 83. I'll be 84 in January. They are both 64. Oh. So it, it, it's not, you know, they're they're in the danger zone. We all are. Oh, wow. Okay. So, God bless thanks. you, Julie. Thanks for calling in. Thank you for your prayer, Pastor. Have all a right. blessed Bye-bye. afternoon. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church here in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. The number to call is 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Give me a call with your prayer requests like Julie just did, or give me a call with your questions about the Bible like we had some earlier in the program, and I'm here to answer those for you, and I'd love to chat with you. You can also text me at 720-336-336. 0897. Let's go back to our text line and see what other text messages have come in. Someone asks, what is living a life by grace versus living a life by the law? And, you know, there's an interesting phrase in the Bible that talks about how, um, you know, it, Paul says, or maybe it's Peter, actually, it is Peter. He says that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. What does that mean? How do you grow in the grace of Jesus Christ? How do you live a life by grace as opposed to living by the law. You might remember that there's a phrase which is repeated three times in the Bible. It's repeated in the book of Romans, the book of Galatians, and the book of Habakkuk. And that is this, the righteous shall live by faith. And you could go through that statement. You could highlight each of those words individually. You could say the righteous live by faith. You could say the righteous live by faith. Or you could say the righteous live by faith. Um, but I think the let's let's highlight the second version. The righteous, right? Those who are right with God, those who have been made right with God, they don't just um, have faith; they live by faith. Well, what does it mean to live by grace? Here's what it means: It's very simple. It means that grace, the grace of God, which means the unmerited favor of God towards you, is your motivation. It is your motivation for the things that you do. I think it, that's all it really comes down to. To live by grace versus living by the law means that you are motivated by the grace and kindness and goodness of God. The, the ultimate you know, example of God's grace is found in the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of what Jesus has done in order to save us by his grace. That free gift of salvation is grace. And so to live by the grace of God means that we are motivated to do things Everything that we do, whether it's to give our lives to God, whether it's to do our work, whether it is to, I don't know, give, serve, teach, whatever it is that we're called to do, we do that motivated by the grace of God towards us. Uh, I'll give you one really quick example. 
I think that uh, many, many Christians understand that people need the gospel in order to become a Christian. But I think what fewer people understand is that we also need the gospel, the grace of God, as the means by which we live the Christian life, as the motivation and the power to live the Christian life. I remember many years ago, I was a missionary in Hungary. I was there for 10 years, but close to the opening time of um, of my time there. So this would be the early 2000s. I, um, I was there, you know, serving, and I was talking with a young man. His name was Miklos, and I was telling him about the gospel. He had never heard the gospel in his life, and he just moved him so deeply. He said, I want that. I want to believe. Well, Miklos believed. He got baptized. We gave him a Bible. He got plugged into the church. He was very involved. But after a while, uh, I noticed that he suddenly kind of disappeared from the church, and he wasn't around for a while. And so he, uh, so I reached out to him and I said, hey, Miklos, you know, what's going on? Where you been? And he said, well, you know, I was going to the church for a little bit and I loved the gospel, but I just, I guess I just didn't know what I was getting myself into because there were all these rules. You know, people started asking me all the time, you know, about what I was doing with my time, telling me things I could and couldn't do, et cetera. You know, they asked me, hey, you're not going here. You're not listening to this. You're not dating her. And he goes, I, I liked the gospel, but I just, I guess I just wasn't ready for all the rules. Now, you could easily look at that story and say, you know, that's just his problem because he didn't count the cost of discipleship. And, you know, if he's not ready to give his whole life over to Jesus, then he's not ready to be a Christian. Um, or, you, and, and that is, by the way, how many people looked at it at that time. But the more I've reflected on this story, I, I realized that we made a fundamental mistake and uh, that was this, that we knew that this young man needed the gospel in order to become a Christian. But once he, once he did believe the gospel, instead of giving him the gospel or grace to motivate him, what did we give him? We literally gave him the law. We gave him a list of things that he needed to do. And Paul says this phrase in his letter to the Galatians. He says, you foolish Galatians, having begun in the spirit, Will you now be perfected in the flesh? And this is the point, that we, the, we, by the grace of God, we become Christians, and by the grace of God, we grow as Christians. By the grace of God, we live as Christians. We don't suddenly, you know, we're not sanctified by the law. We're not sanctified by that. The law can manipulate behavior. It can suppress behaviors, but it cannot change the heart. Only the grace of God can change person's heart and their fundamental motivations and so what does it mean to live by the grace of god it means that we continually come back to the gospel it means that we continually focus not on what we do for god or what we need to do for god but on what god has done for us in christ and that becomes the core fundamental motivation of our life that is what it means to live by grace and not by the law perfect question i know it was like a that was a softball question for me because that is my favorite thing to talk about um, but thank you so much for that call and god bless you i hope it truly helped you let's go to our next caller max in erie colorado hi max welcome to the program yes hi pastor nick i'd like some prayer for uh, healing from headaches and migraine okay let's pray for you lord we lift up max to you and we ask lord that you would truly heal him 
Lord, whatever it is that's at the root of this, uh, whether it's a physical problem, a psychological problem, uh, a neurological problem, Lord, we ask that you would heal him from these headaches and migraines that he's been suffering from. Lord, we just pray that your healing hand would touch him even right now and that you would give him relief now and in the days to come. Lord, we truly, truly ask for him to have relief from this and that you would get the glory for it. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you, Max. Thanks for calling in. All right, bye-bye. Listening to Calvary Live, this is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. With that, we have all open lines. We have a couple more text messages to go to, and we're going to go to those in just a second. Um, but let me give you the numbers to call. We have about nine and a half minutes left, which means we have time for at least one more call, maybe two. Give me a call. The number is 303-690-3000. That's 303 303- Six nine zero three thousand. You can call in with your questions about the Bible, questions about theology and modern life. You can call in with your prayer requests, and I'd love to pray for you. So three zero three six nine zero three thousand, or you can text us at seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. Let's go back over to this text line and see what else has uh, been texted in. One person says, "Can you please explain fasting to me, and why we should do it as believers?" Yeah, so fasting is a a spiritual discipline which is taught in both the Old and New Testaments. And the purpose of fasting is for um, intense spiritual focus. It is a way of, we could put it this way, starving the flesh, intentionally starving your flesh, meaning your body and your fleshly desires for food, even for good things, right? Because food is a good thing. But we're, we don't want to be slaves to our bodies. We don't want our bodies to, um, we don't want to be slaves to our bodies. Rather, we want our bodies to be our servants rather than our lords and masters. So by fasting, it's our way of telling our bodies, uh, you don't rule me, I rule you, and the Lord rules me. And so we're intentionally telling our bodies no. Why? So that we can uh, focus on spiritual things. Uh, most often in the Bible, when we read about fasting, it is associated with prayer. And that prayer is prayer that is seeking God for something, whether it's prayer to consecrate myself to the Lord, to prepare for something God is going to do through me. Maybe like uh, God is calling you to do something and you pray and fast in preparation for that thing. The other way that we see prayer done is when we're really seeking and asking God to give us something and we really want to focus and dedicate time to praying for that thing, then we often see people fasting. You think about the amount of time that you spend eating and what eating does to your body, right? It sucks resources down to digest that food. Well, by not eating for a a time, dedicated time, you're saying, okay, I'm going to take that extra time that I have and the extra physical resources that I have to focus on not my physical, but on the spiritual. It's another way of saying, I am more than just a body. I am a spiritual person who is connected with the, the spiritual God. And, and I, I understand that my body and my life is not just physical, but it is also spiritual. So that's, that's a pretty important one. Um, so, I hope that really helps. I do believe that Christians should do it. I believe that it's an important part of prayer. And and not that you should do it because it's something that you need to do and therefore you can kind of tick the box and say that um, 
that you've done it. There I did it. Now God's proud of me. No, no, no. Rather, this is a blessing today. Uh, This is a blessing that we get to experience as we fast. It will reap benefits in our lives. So I encourage you to take advantage of that. Hey, it looks like we've got uh, Christina in Colorado Springs wants me uh, to give a shout out. She um, she needs to know that today is November 13th. She, because sometimes, you know, we, pr- we play encore shows on the radio. But we want you to know, if you're listening and today is November 13th, you are hearing this show live. November 13th, 2020. And uh, there's usually a disclaimer at the beginning and at the break of the show. Uh, b- before each segment that says, hey, this is a pre-recorded show. Today's show is absolutely live. This is November 13th, 2020. And um, just want you to know that. There was a question. It looked like someone was calling in earlier asking about something we had said about purgatory, thinking it was last week's show. Um, but no, today we talked about purgatory. Last week we did have a question about suicide. And it looks like someone was asking about that. Uh, that would be last week's show. By the way, you can get all of our previous episodes on our podcast so if you are a podcast listener or maybe you're not a podcast listener but maybe you will be now that you know this uh, you can listen to all the past episodes just go ahead and google the words calvary live podcast and it will come up and you can listen to all of the um, past episodes of this show let's go to our next and final caller kathy in wheat ridge colorado hi kathy welcome to the program hello Hi, Kathy. You're live on the air. Oh, hi. What can I do for you? Well, I was um, needing prayer for my son. Um, I pray for him all the time. Uh, do you need to know what we're going through? Yeah, please tell me what I can pray for you for. I, I guess he's just very lost, a soul. Um, he lives with me. He's a grown adult. He's 34 years old. Uh, can't get a ch- to prison. Um, came out with some labels that he just, it makes it almost impossible to work, but he's very angry and just hates everybody and wants to die all the time. Um, he's very hard to live with right now. He's very demonized. Um, I try to talk to him about the Lord, and and he, has, he doesn't want anything to do with it. I'm to the point, I, I don't know what to do. I'm... Just reaching out for prayer that he'll open his heart and just listen to what the Lord has for him. And you know the Lord has a good plan for him. Okay. And that's some help, prayers. Okay. Well, let's pray for your son. You know, the one thing I would tell you, Kathy, as you go on is, you know, whenever you see someone who's really angry, you can know that that person's really hurting. You know, anger is the easiest emotion to express. It's basically raw emotion. Um, because anger, when you express the feeling of anger, you feel that you are protected. You feel that you are safe because you're lashing out at others. Generally, expressing emotion makes you feel vulnerable, but if you express emotion as anger, it makes you feel protected. So whenever I see uh, a person, whether it's a child or an adult, who's very angry, the first thing that comes to my mind is that this is a person who's hurting very deeply, and is really struggling to express it because they're afraid. Usually those two things go together. Uh, very hurt and very afraid. And so the other thing is, you know, if he um, if he's lashing out, you know, the saying that hurting people hurt people. So what comes to my mind initially is that your son is very hurt, very afraid, 
and um, and very much trying to protect himself. And so I would just encourage you to pray along those lines for him. But let's pray for that right now. Lord, we pray for Kathy's son. And uh, Lord, our hearts break as we hear about the ways that he's lashing out and the ways that he's hurting others. But Lord, we thank you um, that you are one who came to this world and you were hurt on our behalf uh, for the hurts that we have caused. And that is the, the good news of the gospel is that the hurts that we have caused, the hurts we have endured, Lord, you bore them all in your body, on the, in, in your flesh, on the cross. Lord, that we could be healed in our minds, in our, in our souls, in our hearts. Lord, thank you that you bring healing to our lives. And Lord, we pray for Kathy's son. Lord, where, whatever these areas are in his life where he's deeply hurting, where he's really sad, Lord, we pray that you would meet him in those places and minister to him. Lord, may he know that he is loved. May he know that, uh, Lord, you care for him and that you want him, that you desire him. And so, Lord, I pray that he would respond to your love for him. And, Lord, that he would uh, live with his mom in peace. But, Lord, we pray most, most, than, most of all and, and first and foremost that you would take hold of his heart in a very powerful and deep way. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Kathy. Thank you for calling in, and, and we'll be praying for your son. So much. Okay. I appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hey, you've been listening to Calvary Live. We've come up to the end of our show. just want to say thanks for tuning in. You can hear this show every weekday from 4 to 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, we're so glad for all of our listeners over on the East Coast on Hope FM and Truth FM, as well as those of you here on Grace FM. My name is Nick Cady. I'm the pastor of Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. Check us out online, whitefieldschurch.com. You can join us this Sunday in person or online. Our in-person address, 2950 Colorful Avenue, Longmont, Colorado, 80504. But check us out online, whitefieldschurch.com. We'll be with you again next week. God bless you. Have a great night. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.